Welcome back with Conversations with Ray Martinez. And today our Bible study is taken from James chapter 2, verses 14 through 17. And I've titled this message, Sharing is Caring. I took that message title from a friend of mine, Luke McFetridge, who was telling his kids one day while they were squabbling over a snack, Luke intervened and he told them, come on guys, sharing is caring. And when you think about that, that's a strong meaning. Let's read James and see what it says. It says, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing, what good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. So this really message is going to be about good deeds and being benevolent and being caring about other people. In our passage today, there is so much to unpack with this message. For example, faith without works or actions is even a bigger message than what we're going to focus on today. However, the one thing is for sure that we will focus on today is that sharing is caring. And we're going to be talking about giving a good deed, benevolence, and helping others. This isn't about sharing what others have, but sharing what I have. Do I have plenty? If so, then shouldn't I share what I have? It's easy for me to be a busybody about what others don't give of themselves. But have I looked at myself lately? Why do I find it difficult to give of myself or of my things? Am I being stingy? Am I hoarding? Selfish? Am I being judgmental? Am I being greedy? Or am I worried that I may not have enough for myself? Our genuine faith should bleed with compassion. James mentions three things that will change in our lives if our faith is genuine. Number one, we will seek to control or bridle our tongues. Number two, we will open the hearts to others with compassion. Number three, and we will pursue the holiness of God. This is what it means to work out our faith in our daily lives. I have to ask myself, if I'm not a giving person, then am I greedy? Here's some Bible scriptures that pursue this. If you look at Luke 12, 15, then he said to them, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And 1 Corinthians six ten says, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, or swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, how do we overcome this greed? Well, let's take a look at it. It's a verse that I really like in Acts 20, verse 35, that it's more blessed to give than to receive. And the Bible tells us that it is way better and healthier for us to be giving. We're going to be blessed more by giving than receiving. Therefore, do not be hesitant to give to others because God loves a cheerful giver. Make sure your intentions of giving 
is to bless others, not to be blessed more, because it is already given. Acts 20.35 says, And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It's more blessed to give than to receive. I love that what Paul's teaching. Secondly, remember those who have been generous to you. Surely there were times in your life when you were in need and someone walked up and helped you. Remember how that person's generosity touched your life. Now, it is your chance to pay it forward, as we like to say nowadays. Number three, remember those who have not helped you when you were in need. This is not to have a grudge against those people. Instead, use an experience of being neglected to remind yourself not to do it to others. You know how it feels to be helpless, and so allow God to use you to help those in that situation. Number four, do not live only for yourself. You are created for a greater purpose, and that is to be God's hands and feet in reaching out to others. If you desire of seeing the world as a better place, then be a contributor to a change. Use what you have to help the needy and influence others to do the same. Here's my fifth point. Think about your loved ones who might be needing others' help. Probably you think you would not be needing anybody's help and because you have everything. However, what if someone from your family became stuck in a miserable situation, but you were not there and no one wanted to help him or her? Apply this golden rule. Do unto others right? What you want others to do unto you. And you can have the peace of mind that God will take care of what? Your loved ones, right? Isn't that better to have that peace of mind that your loved ones are overshadowed with God's mercy and grace? The sixth point, now that you cannot bring your wealth with you, right? When you die, why be greedy and hoard your earthly possessions when in fact you, you can't even bring one of those things with you when you die. Instead of keeping all the riches you to yourself while waiting for your last day on earth, why not use them to make life easier for others? At least when you die, many people will cry for you. My seventh point, develop compassion for others. Generosity starts with compassion. If you can see and feel the hardships of others, then you will probably be more compassionate towards them. Allow yourself to mingle with people who are hurting or in need and your heart will melt. Don't hesitate to be around people who are hurting. A lot of times there's a tendency to want to avoid people like that. I don't think that's healthy for us. Number eight, you are blessed to be a blessing. God is not blessing you to be stingy. If he has given you overflowing blessings, then he probably wants to use you as a channel of blessings to others. Be a good steward to, by sharing and helping others that are in need. Number nine, give back to God by giving to others. We give tithes and offerings in the church, right? As a means of giving back to God. However, I believe that God would be more pleased if we give to the poor who are also his children. God is not in buildings, 
but in the lives of his people. Now, I'm not saying don't tithe to the church. I'm just saying go above and beyond. Point number 10, recognize that the world is round. You may have everything now, but nothing is permanent in this world. Avoid being mean and uncaring about others' needs because someday you're going to be the person that might be in need or that needs help. Be kind and generous to everyone around you. Number 11, experience the joy of being able to help or bless others. If you want to experience real joy, then be willing to give to those in need. Being able to help someone is fulfilling. It will give you a greater sense of purpose. And number 12, realize that you could be the answer to someone's prayer. If God is convicting you to help someone, then do it by all means. Number 13, be content with what you have. One way to overcome greed is by being content with what you have. Be thankful to God for the blessings he gives you. Work hard to achieve your dreams and give your family a better life, but always guard your heart against greed. Number 14, focus your mind on more valuable things in life than money. Be careful not to be so focused on getting rich to the point that you seldom have time for your family and friends anymore. Always remember that the greatest treasures you can find on earth is not gold or money, but it's love. And my last point here, number 15. Love your neighbors as yourself. If you would love other people like you love yourself, and we do love ourselves, I think, surely you would not be greedy towards them. You would not hesitate to give or help those who are suffering because you can sympathize with them. For this reason, if you want to overcome greediness, you need to learn that loving other people with a genuine heart. We should always be willing to give with joy. The Bible really teaches well about this. Generosity is not about the amount you give. It is really a matter of the heart. Even if you give a big amount, but you do it grudgingly or out of your desire to impress, then it's not going to give you any real joy. True generosity is about your heart to bless others, no matter how little the amount is, because that is what you can afford. If you give it with the desire to help, then God will honor that. You should read the story of the widow's offering in Mark chapter 12, verse 41 through 44. It's a good reminder. The word constantly teaches us about sharing and giving. If we look at Hebrews 13, 16, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Share what you have, not what others have. <laughs> look at 1 Timothy 6, 18. There to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share. Luke 3.11 And he answered them, Whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none, and whoever has food is to do likewise. Luke 6.38 Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you again. There's much more to that, what that really means. It's almost like saying that the spoonful that you give to people, God will give you a shovel load back. That's what it really means.
Isaiah 58, 7. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless and poor into your house? When you see the naked, to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? Galatians 6, 6. One who has taught the word must share all good things with the one who teaches. And Luke 6, 29 through 30, it basically says this. I love this last part of the phrase. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. Romans 12, 13, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. And Acts 4, 32, now the fully number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. That's, that's rich. Proverbs 19.7 is my favorite one. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his deed. Folks, that's good collateral when you think about it. So let me ask you this question. What have we done to give of ourselves? What things of ours can we share? Can we share such things like our home, our car, our bicycle, or our lawnmower, our clothes, or our food? our personal labor, and how about our time? I like this phrase, sharing is caring, but let me put it this way to you. If you care, then share. I remember reading the story about David Wilkerson, who wrote the book, The Cross and the Switchblade. He preached to the street gangs in New York City. On one occasion, he was talking with the gang that Nikki Cruz belonged to, and they were called the Mau Mau's. David Wilkerson saw one of them that had no shoes. He asked him, he says, where's your shoes? And he said he didn't have any and he didn't need any. So that was the pride kind of getting in the way. But David Wilkerson knew better. His heart told him something different. So David Wilkerson took off his shoes and gave them to him, which he gladly wore, but not to war against others, but to show and demonstrate love compassion, benevolence, and care. David Wilkerson just walked away barefooted and later won Nikki Cruz and other gang members over to the Lord. My mother chose to give me life instead of taking my life, regardless of the person who violated her against her will, a senseless act of violence. She gave from the heart. If we learn to give from the heart, we will always be satisfied and joyful unto the Lord. Christ gave us his life for our sake. Christ gave us grace, mercy, and we were promised that surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. If my mother would have been greedy and gave me up to abortion, I wouldn't be here today talking to you. But thank goodness she chose to give and not out of selfishness but she gave because she knew it was right and that I was God's child. 